Blog Talk Radio. There is a watchman on the wall, bringing forth the written word of God to one and all. Are you getting ready? Will you stand or will you fall? Listen to the watchman on the wall. Listen to the watchman on the Rise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. A new day has dawned. All over the earth, men and women are arising. It's time for the sons of God to awake. It is a day of justice, recompense, Restoration, revival, and resurrection power. No good thing 
will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Those are our scriptures today, and I want to welcome everybody into the broadcast right now, and I'm going to check everything out, make sure we're 100% online, and I believe we are. So without further ado, let me introduce to everybody our missionaries from the mountains of Honduras, Brian and Kathy Gray. Good morning. God bless you both, and welcome to our broadcast. How are you today? Yeah, thank you, Brian and Kathy. You know, we just had a brief opportunity to have met uh, through email and through a text message. And well, I was uh, amazed and praising God that there were people as far away as Honduras that were picking up our signal and our message. And what an honor to have you both with us. You told me an incredible story, a little bit about your background, where you've been from. Uh, to our listening audience out there today, why don't you just say hello to everybody and begin to share a little bit about what you're doing in Honduras, where you're from, what you're doing there, how you got there, what it's been like. Please tell the story. Yeah, yeah. Missionaries were 
Yeah, yeah. Him have his way. So what I'm hearing is the the real call of God upon your lives. I'm thinking of the disciples 2,000 years ago, and there is Jesus calling them out of their nets, calling them out of their habitations, and they hear the call, and they leave everything behind. They go forward, and I'm sure there were doubts every once in a while about what are we doing out here uh, for different reasons. So now that you've received the call to go to Honduras, you're ready to go, you're there what are some of your first encounters? <clears throat> oh, wow. Yeah. Uh. 
Yeah. So what an excellent point that you are sharing. And a lot of people, we know people that love to get out on the missions field. They want to go. There's the, there's the crusade, there's the tents, there's the labor, there's the work. And, and then you go and then you bail out in however much time. But you're talking about a life that you're living among the people every single day when the tents aren't up and the crusades aren't happening and the speakers aren't there and the programs aren't happening. You're living among this particular tribe of people and their culture and fitting into it. Uh, what is it like in Honduras? What is their culture like? What is the what is the atmosphere like in Honduras? Mm-hmm. Yeah. ask you this uh, in that climate now getting back to your story so what are some of the challenges some of the deep gut-wrenching death experience challenges that you both have faced as long-term missionaries in a foreign land in a foreign culture amongst the foreign people what have you experienced out there some of the uh, the real deep cleansing stuff sure yeah those are the deep ones <laughs>
kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, absolutely. not easy of course Amen. All right. So incredible conversation. Uh, a lot of neat things to share. The gentleman that led me to faith in Christ 39 years ago actually won a Dove Award with Pat Robertson's 700 Club. He went down to where the tip of the spear was filmed, and he filmed that whole thing and interviewed the people that were there as well. So uh, Paul Petit was his name. He worked for the 700 Club. He was doing uh, reporting, and uh, he actually won a Dove Award on his uh, missionary trip down there and filmed the whole thing and where the missionaries died, right? That was the whole same one. Uh, he called it uh, Seeds of the Martyrs, I think, is what was the name of his story. So you're down there. You've got this incredible experience going on. You're in a third world country. You're living in the midst of these people with a different culture. 
And yet what I find amazing, Brian and Kathy, is that, you know, I'm sitting here in the middle of Arkansas. You're on, in, the, in the mountains of Honduras. And the Holy Spirit is speaking to you about things that are resonating uh, with your heart. And we're kind of hearing the same things. What is the Lord showing you from where you are about the times that we're in right now? Can you kind of dive into that just a little bit? Hmm. That's absolutely amazing. So from your perspective, you're seeing this as, a, as God's love and mercy to get it, the whole world's attention for just a moment. And rather than resisting it and coming against it, you're kind of flowing with what God's doing, enjoying a moments of rest and, and seeking to understand and interpret what's really happening. Amazing. Sure.
believe that. Amen. Amen. Excellent thoughts. Wow. Uh, I, I just love the anointing that's coming through both of you right now. And uh, for those just t- uh, tuning into the broadcast, this is Brian and Kathy, uh, our missionary friends from the mountains of Honduras. And I say friends because, you know, there's just a likeness in the spirit and we praise God for them. There's an openness to share their hearts with what they've been through, what they've been doing. Uh, how long have you been, you said now, how many years, is it 10 years, 12 years you've been in Honduras? Fifth year. And are you planning on staying there? Are you, you're just, uh, you're, you're wide open. What is the Lord going to do with you? Wow, a surrendered life, yeah, a surrendered life. And you can just see how the anointing, how the grace of God pours out of a life that's been broken and surrendered. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, maybe some of the breaking processes that you want to talk about as you've been out there, you want to go serve God. Have there been moments of breaking in your lives that have produced a greater flow of the anointing? Ah. <laughs> Yes, we we know it.
Oh, it does. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. And, you know, the, the mystery and the thing to share with the body of Christ, I'm sure people all over the world right now are going through a crushing season because it's time for harvest. It's time for God to pour out the new wine to the ends of the earth. I believe that with all my heart. It has to happen through us. And so the lesson to learn is how do we go through the crushing without flipping out? You know, how do we go through this patiently enduring what God is doing and understanding this is not the devil. This is God crushing the grapes and the olives of our knowledge into a, the wine and the oil of experience. How do we wait through this process and go through it? And, you know, I think it's absolutely amazing that I'm talking to two people that are from Hawaii. There's probably a pastor listening that used to live in Kauai, Hawaii, uh, Mike Villarin, Pastor Michael Villarin used to surf there all the time. And he's in the middle of Arkansas going, what am I doing in Arkansas? There's no waves here. You guys are in the mountains of Honduras from Hawaii. Uh, there's probably a great connection. So what drives somebody, what drives a couple to go into the foreign mission fields, but Jesus, I mean, there's no other reason but Jesus for people to uproot their lives and go to a foreign land and go through these experiences when life could have been nice and easy, right where you were, just kind of hanging out, drinking coconut juice, right? changes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
The awakening. Fifty-seven eighty-one, yeah. Fifty-seven eighty-one. Pack your bags. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You're a nester. I get it. I get it. You know, I got to tell you a little funny story uh, just along the way of what you're saying. Um, I was invited to go to a mission trip uh, to uh, Nairobi, um, Kenya, Nairobi, into a place called Moyes Bridge. And the people I was supposed to go with, they did not go. But I determined and I said, well, I'm going to go on my own. So I got on the airplane. I flew, I don't know how many hours. 
I show up in Africa, in Kenya, and I'm the only white guy there except a few people on the plane. And I get taken to a hotel from some people, a man and his wife on the airplane said, we'll give you a ride to where you're going. Because I had no idea where I was going. Uh, Spent the night in this hotel. In the morning, rented out a Jeep. I drove seven hours to Moyes Bridge where the guys who had invited us to come, because I was doing radio back then, and so they came. They were blacker than any black I've ever seen in my life. And all I could see, there's a big white smile and all these things. And we get uh, in the vehicle. We're driving for a few miles off into nowhere, bumps and all these things. I get brought into a house. And uh, I'm congratulating you guys by this story, by the way. You're much braver than I. So I get brought into this house. There's bars all around it. It's pitch black outside. I don't know where I am. They give me a meal to eat, and they tell me to go into this bedroom. I'm going to spend the night there. In the morning, we're going to have this big meeting. And uh, they lock the door in the bedroom, and, you know, you're not supposed to go out until a certain time in the morning. And like, wow. And so in the middle of the night, I had to go to the bathroom, but I was locked in the room, so I had to get resourceful, and I'll just leave the story there. And uh, I finally got to a point where I said, okay, I, I can't do this anymore. Now, this is just one day. I can't do this anymore. I just flew, you know, all the way across the world here. Um, I sneak out. I pack my bags. I get in my Jeep, and I start driving, and I'm an hour down the road. And the sun is just getting ready to come up, and I'm just I'm getting out. I'm feeling miserable. I'm like, I just got to go another six hours to get back to where I'm going. And I get out of the car to stretch in this place, and this guy walks over to me, and he says, good morning, brother. And I said, well, good morning to you. And he says, where are you from, brother? I said, America. Oh, America. He's doing all these things. And he says, what is your name? I said, my name is Vincent. I said, and what is your name? He says, oh, my name is Jonah. (laughs) I said, what? He said, yeah, brother, my name is Jonah. I said, Jonah? And my phone rang at that moment. It was the pastors that invited. And it says, brother, where are you? And I said, well, I'm just taking an early morning drive. I'll be right back. And so rather than running away, I drove back. And, of course, we went out into the open fields, and all these people came out, and I preached for several hours. It was a wonderful time. But I did that night say I had to get going. We left a little gift behind. I got on the plane. I couldn't do it. You guys have been doing this for years out there. And when you say it is a killing process, you're right on, man. It really is. It's really easy to be a Christian in cosmetic Christianity today. It's real easy when there's no problems, no issues. It's a whole different ball game when you're out there doing what you guys are doing. I admire you. I, I congratulate you. God bless you. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat>
So Mm-hmm. 
Uh, very well said, and that's where we get tossed. You know, the moment we're walking in the flesh, it's, it's a tossing, it's a confused time. Uh, we, we've been preaching, just don't even put your toe in this river because it's going so fast it'll sweep anybody away. So really getting rooted and grounded in what's happening. Your story is phenomenal. It really, truly is. It's deep. It's impactful. Uh, right now, for anybody that's watching or listening, you've been thinking about becoming a missionary. Well, maybe you don't want to rush into it, um, you know, unless it's the short-term deal, right? I think uh, if we were to say some, to somebody right now, hey, if you want to go visit uh, you know, uh, Brian and Kathy out in Honduras and do some missionary work after hearing their story, you might think, well, maybe we'll go to uh, Hawaii and we'll be missionaries in Hawaii, right? <laughs> it is amazing to start your A question I have for you, um, you, you have a leadership, uh, you know, anointing on your life. You have a mantle there, no doubt. So you said, Kathy, that you were longing for the fellowship. You were hungry for fellowship. Why is there not a little ecclesia or a gathering together of people who believe in Jesus where you're pastoring them or teaching them? Is there a reason why that's not happening? Ah, hmm. Okay. What's her name? First name? Paulette. Okay. And uh, so a translator now, Hondurans, they speak uh, Spanish. Yeah. Is it Spanish? Gotta be careful. Yeah. Okay.
Did you say 40 or four? Four, okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. lifestyle I mean my goodness what a different way of life it's it sounds so foreign to so many people that you know this is laying down your life for the cause of the kingdom and the cause of Christ and it, there's a price involved there's a really big price involved and just God bless you both uh, we've got a few minutes left in our conversation what do you want to say to people listening right now? What do you want? What would you like to just share? Or, you know, I, I could go on with the conversation asking, what's your next step? Where are you guys going? What are you going to do? Um, you know, you're, you sound like you're wide open to the Lord, whatever he wants to do. But uh, what's your admonition of the body of Christ right now in present 2021 
you know, days away as we're in the days of awe and we're in a time of introspection and we're examining our hearts and moving forward and some of the, the purposes of the kingdom uh, with tabernacles and all that, what would you like to say to people? Very true word. Go ahead, Brian. Wow. Amen. Thank you. 
Amen. You know, drop your stones, gather together, and, and find that rallying point at the cross. I wanted to ask you both a question. Uh, we could just go on with this. You know, you're talking about an outpouring of the Holy Spirit revival. When I look at that, going back to new wine and what God, what Jesus did on the third day of uh, the wedding feast, um, and then you go to the Mount of Transfiguration where he just kind of effulgenced and he manifested forth the glory that was in him doing all the works. How many millions of God's kids around the world are possessing the glory of God. The glory of God is in us, and perhaps maybe the Lord wants to bring a transfiguration out from every one of us that would enlighten the world, right, with a, a manifestation of that glory. Uh, you know, there's, that's, a, that's a brilliant conversation, but I want to ask you this question as we're wrapping things up. Uh, people are listening to you right now, and let's say they just want to send a letter to you guys. They want to send uh, a blessing in your direction. They want to uh, reach out to you, Kathy, and say, hey, sister, we're here too, and, you know, and there's a conversation here. How do they contact you? How do they reach you, and, 
Um, is there a way for that to be done? Okay, let me write that one out there. So go ahead and speak into that. All right, so there it is on the screen, mission at grayhope.com. If you're listening to the story of Brian and Kathy today, Brian, Brian and Kathy Gray, they've been missionaries in Honduras. They've got an incredible story. We're just getting the first fruits of a, a number one conversation. I hope Brian and Kathy will have many other opportunities to share. I like you're well studied, you're, you're diving deep, you're going into things. And perhaps maybe for a long time, you just felt, well, you know, you know, this is, we're going through, but where's the value of what we're going through? It's ready to come forth. I believe that. Uh, that God probably is going to be bringing forth a lot of people on the backside of a desert like Moses for a time such as this, people that have been in deep spiritual preparation to come forth uh, and just overwhelm uh, what has been, you know, acceptable and normal and comfortable and to bring some people out into the open. And I believe that uh, that may very well be happening with both of you very soon. But again, mission at grayhope.com. You could write to Brian and Kathy. You could share your heart about the interview you heard. We're going to ask you to send this interview out to as many people as you can. Let people meet uh, these two wonderful people and uh, share your love with them. Write a letter, send a gift, do something to undergird their ministry and their lives. If that's uh, acceptable to both of you, um, we certainly, we should make that happen. You're, please. Well, God bless. Well, you are most welcome. That's very, very kind of you. I'm just kind of like where, you're, where you've been talking about. I'm, I'm going through the crushing right now, and it, it, it's starting to feel really good after hearing your story. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Hey, we love you both. And, you know, uh, for you, Brian, as a, as a Marine that fought for this country, now you're a soldier for the kingdom of Christ. And God bless you and your strength. And what we would say to you, this, this little podcast ministry and the people out there, if you guys ever get desperate, you need anything, just let us know. We'll do the best we can. Yeah, yeah, special couple. We love you. God bless your heart. Stay safe. We'll see you again real soon. Shalom. All right, God bless. All right, you saw it right there. Brian, Kathy, Gray, missionaries, people left the island of Hawaii to go to Honduras, to be part of a missions team. They didn't do the short term. They went with the long term. Uh, just brilliant. I'm going to ask you, please get this interview out everywhere because it went deep into something more personal than just, you know, a lot of outward conversation. It talks about uh, everything we are all going through in our lives and how we need to allow it to take place and to see the value and the glory of those things come to pass. So, 
Uh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. We love you. God bless you guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow right here on The Watchman. I'm Vincent Xavier, pastor of New Wine Ministries. Right now on OmegaRadio.org, there's a roundtable discussion. And this is going to be a fresh one. Have you ever considered what it means to literally be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect? Oh, talk about inward intrinsic transformation. Here we go. Till we meet again, shalom and God bless.